What is up, everybody? Welcome back to a long time coming episode of Ghost in the Night, a paranormal and true crime. Podcast. At this point, we might as well, we might as well just renamed this fucking thing. Well, we're, in that time period, it's just come back and been like, "Welcome to Bunny Fluff and Hufflepuff." No, a Harry Potter fan club podcast. We are making the transition to GITN podcast, getting podcast. Uh, but that's down the road. We, you know, our immense fan base. We got to ease them into it. Our tens of listeners, which due to our lack of productivity the past month, almost a month has. I think uh, we're four short, four days short of a month. Yes, we are. I think the seventh. Would have been a month. Uh, so, but we're back. We took the month off. We had some big changes um, in our lives. Well, we would have been back Wednesday, but somebody forgot to charge the camera battery. <laughs> yeah, we were coming back. Uh, yeah, we were. This episode was supposed to be Wednesday night, but the old guy had an Alzheimer moment and at 7.30 realized uh, I didn't charge the battery for the camera. So yeah. I screwed up. I will take blame. That is my fault. It doesn't help that it's been hot as holy balls yes this week yes it does like so hot for no reason it would, we didn't even have spring no it just went straight from late winter to fucking mid 90s out of nowhere and like they expect us to just go about life normally in this i know i've been walking around wearing shorts and a t-shirt and i'm still sweating like a blind lesbian in a fish market <laughs> oh boy oh happy pride month by the way another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, but we will get started with the Roswell crash when the Army Air Force confused aliens with balloons. That is the title that of this is, episode. That was not the last time that that happened. <laughs> no. It seems to be a recurring... Oh, shit. Where'd he go? He's probably... Hey. I see him. Okay. Uh, but that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Before we get started, like we said, we've been gone a month. Thank you guys for uh, showing up and for you guys listening on your favorite podcast app like Spotify... <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, I said Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. A bunch of other ones that uh, I didn't Podbean, even know all those. Existed. We thank you guys for uh, sticking with us. Uh, we'll try to, we should be back with a more consistent schedule. Hopefully. I, I like the Saturday. I'll be honest with you, with my new job, mm -hmm. weekdays are hard for me. Yeah. Saturday's a good day for me because I, I don't work. I work third shift, so you people know that. So I was thinking. If we're going to do something weekdays, that's when we do uh, uh, Patreon. Yeah, that way. Because that's a shorter it, process. And we can do it in and out. We don't have to be a time. but and We don't have to week, live stream that necessarily. Yeah, but through the week, you know, if we do it through the week, we get rid of the show. We get done with the show, and I have to go directly to work. And that's a bummer. So hopefully it's going to be a weekend. But we're going to play it out by ear. But there was another occurrence that happened a couple weeks ago that has slowed our production. Are we talking about the one that I was just investigating or are we talking is there another one that I just even I'm forgot? talking about the 110 pound oh, problem. Oh, that one. Yes. Uh Phil here had a what how can I an opportunity. An opportunity and a emotional purchase. <laughs> he didn't think this through very far. 
but he had an opportunity of a lifetime, and there is a new member. We have new security here at the GITM We Studios. do. We've started to expand our uh, employment footprint, right. if you will. And this is an expensive hire because I just bought him food today, and Jesus Christ. Uh, but our head of security now is Samson. Sam. We got a new dog. Phil got a master. He got a new dog. Phil got a new dog. Phil got I, a- I got a new dog when Phil's not here and he needs something done. But for the most part, he just sleeps when you're not around. Phil got a Mastiff. Yes. Phil did not get a dog. He got a pony. Phil got a horse. And you'll probably hear the pony here <laughs> in a couple of minutes because you can't see daddy over here. And yeah, he's, he's laid down. Oh, so that is – and we kind of uh, – we didn't know how he was going to be because of – we got to keep him and Chalupa kind of separated because he would think Chalupa's a chew toy. Not in a bad way. He wasn't. I haven't seen him be like no, not aggressive, aggressive to her. He's just here's so the reason big. why I kind of keep him. I'm kind of because being, she'd be the one to be a dick and snap well, at him. Well, she's so skittish, mm-hmm. and she she's not as she used to shake whenever he I was holding her and he was around. Yeah, and I was worried about him <laughs> getting excited because of her getting excited. Mm-hmm. She's getting better. We are slowly introducing them. I just hope he doesn't try to fuck her because his penis is the size of her. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> no. I think we'll be all right. I mean, he barked at her the first day, but I think that was just because she wouldn't play with him. Yeah, and she and she was in that skittish mode. So that is one reason why we haven't been back uh, like last week. You know, he still settling into his new job here at security. Well, and then also sprinkle in the fact that it's been – a little bit more of a headache than just getting a dog. I don't want to say headache, but it's been a little more involved than just getting a dog. Because usually when you get a dog, you get a dog. They might poop in the house. They might eat a couple things. But not this one. This one, we got the dog. And then Phil went to work the night we got the dog. And then I woke up about 2 o'clock in the morning to take a poo-poo, which is pretty normal for me. And I'm in there, you know, scrolling through Instagram reels and shit. And then I hear this rustling sound coming from what sounds like his cage right outside the door. So I lean over and I open the door. That's when we found out that Samson has seizures in his sleep. And if you've ever seen a 110-pound uh, Mastiff have a seizure, it's scary as fuck. The seizure itself isn't that doesn't look that bad. It's the, the drunken wandering around until he comes out of it yeah, entirely. Yeah, because you never know how somebody... Even a human being, how they uh, act when they're out of it. If this dog would not recognize me or mm-hmm. you or be agitated, there's not much we could do. He's gonna. That's why the night that night when I like, I came out and I was like, I was I was still sitting on the toilet. So I opened the door. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So yeah. I'm like, hold on, let me finish this off, give a little wiperoo, and then get up, wash my hands, of course, while I sing the ABCs out loud. And then I go back, I, I'm walking, and, like, he's no longer fully having a seizure. He's just <laughs> doing that shit after he's done. And I walk in there, and better half was staying with me that night. And I was like, babe, I'm pretty sure that big-ass dog just had a fucking seizure. Well, I knew. I got a text at, what, 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I'm, I'm at work, 3 o'clock in the morning, get a text. I'm like, who the fuck's texting me at 3 o'clock in the morning? This person. <laughs> Travis is telling me, think the dog just had a seizure. I'm like. Are you sure the dog just and I have a nightmare? Because 110-pound dog, 
in a cage rustling around is a bit noisy. Yeah. But then the next day when I was trying to sleep mm-hmm. and finally he let me doze off because he dozed off. Mm-hmm. It's like having a newborn freaking baby. I, I remember this shit 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I was awake, awoken by the dog having a seizure. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. It's a, he does a hell of a jitterbug. So we've been, I've, I should say, I've been dealing with that, getting him some medicine, vit, trips to the vet. Vit. Vit. And, you know, that vet needed a new Mercedes, so I had to help her out. I don't know. I just remember, because like you were saying with like a confused giant fucking dog. Yeah. You never know what he's going to do. Well, she was like, she was like, should we let him out? I was like, not until those cobwebs clear up. Hell no. This is his first night in this house. Like, I feel bad. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not letting a dog that I just met today that weighs a hundred fucking pounds out of his cage when he's not entirely cognitively there. Right. That could potentially be disastrous. Yes. Phil could have came home to a real fucking mess. Yeah. So then we, ju- I just waited until he started. He just kind of started whining and yeah. looking at me. And then I let him out. And then I took him outside and he took a big old pee-pee. And then he drank some water and then he went back to sleep. Yeah. So all is good. We, I think we got those under control. I think the medicine's helping. I haven't seen one in four or five days, I don't think. I've just been putting my, uh, my shaker in there with him when I go to the gym. By the time I come out of the shower, my protein <laughs> shake is fucking just frothy and ready to go. Oh, uh, yeah. So that is one of the reasons uh, we have not been live here or recorded here lately because getting figuring out what we're going to do with him. And then Better Half's birthday was last week. Yeah, and last weekend. He that was, was a good busy. time. I got to stay out till 4 o'clock in the morning. And when I got to work the next day, that was rough. Not smart. Went to Clifton Gorge on a hike. Lovely. Out there by Yellow Springs by Dave. Oh, by Mr. Chappelle? Yeah, because yeah. we went to Yellow Springs for lunch afterwards, and then we walked around and bought some things. But yeah, Clifton Gorge, if you're in the Ohio area, check it out. It's not the easiest trails. Not that hard. Very rocky. Yeah. Gotta watch your step. But they were like, oh, it's a three, uh, a combined three miles with all four of the trails. Fuck you. We were out there for like three and a half hours, and I know we did not complete at least one of the trails. Three miles, my dick. If you can't walk three and a half miles or three at miles in three and a half hours. Yeah. Especially because, like, we were moving. Because, like, halfway through, I was like, man, it made me realize how much weight I've actually lost over the last, like, handful of years of my life. Mm -hmm. We got, like, an hour and a half into it, and I just looked at her. I was like, I can do this all day. What the fuck? Then we went to Taste of Cincinnati on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A lot of fucking people. (coughs) Had some really good Indian food. All right, you ready to get this party started? Some expensive beers. I, yeah. Let's I, get to I the Roswell so. crash when the uh, Army Air Force, this is before the Air Force, the Army Air Force, really didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Out here in the wicky, wicky, wild, wild west. So July 8th, 1947, the Army Air Force said that they recovered a flying saucer. The Army Air Force, or AAF, I think it's RAAF. What the fuck does R? I thought that was the British for Royal. But I Fuck I know. The Air Force, for all practical purposes, it wasn't the official Air Force then, but... The, the ones with the uniforms that fly. Yes. Even though pretty much every armed forces has some type of aerial division. But the Army Air Force stated that a uh, flying saucer has had crashed land on a ranch outside of Roswell, New Mexico. Quickly, the... Air Force changed its mind and said it was just a good old-fashioned weather balloon. The story soon went away and didn't come back into the mainstream or the consciousness of people 
for several decades. However, in, in 1947 was the year that when all this happened, 1947 was when there was start was the start of the UFO craze in here, the good old US of A. Just two weeks earlier, the Kevin Arnold Mount Rainier sighting took place, just two weeks before the crash at Roswell. Uh, and a lot of people have heard of that. He was flying a, a plane mm-hmm. and, you know, saw some flying, I think three or four. There was more than two, I believe. Several flying saucers darting around uh, Mount Rainier. So that was probably, and that was actually the first time the term flying saucer was coined. So just a little F, a little inf- information for you there. Go figure. Back when they used to drink fucking tea. Right. What did it look like? It looked, it, it appeared to be a saucer. The, uh, fir- All right, we get it. <laughs> blow, he's going to blow his engine. Don't worry about it. Jesus. He's got to be the guy next door. He's the only one with a car like that that sounds like that that could actually possibly stand up to that type of engine revving. Now, the first press release was issued early on July 8th. The press release stated that the Air Force had recovered a flying saucer with the help of local rancher Mac Basil or Brazel. Brazel? Like Hazel Brazel? Brazel. From the, I believe uh, it's Brazel. From the Pee Wee Gaskin story? I'm not familiar with that. But Hazel Brazel, the one guy, that uh, the kid that he was in like juvenile with. Okay, I'll take your word for it. They probably fucked each other. I don't know. There was a lot of there was a lot of fornication in that story. <laughs> the uh, press release stated that the saucer had landed on the ranch the previous week. Now, there is some time problems with this particular story because Mr. Brazel, or I'll just call him Mac here, Mac B, was where his ranch was located was not in 1947. Had no phone. He didn't go into town like us to go to McDonald's. No. Apparently, he let this happen. The actual incident, whether it be crash or landing, however you want to uh, word it, happened up to three weeks prior before he uh, notified the local officials. I mean. He kind of held on to it. Said, I- I'll get to it when I get into town. I had to go get some feed. I mean, what else is he going to do? Right. Even though I think, if, my personal opinion, if a, I lived out in the middle of nowhere, a flying saucer landed on my property, I might be motivated to go into town. Yeah, but I would also be, I also feel like there's probably that little, the little angel and devil situation of like, nobody's going to fucking believe this shit, Mac. What are you doing? You already point. live out in the middle of fucking nowhere and don't talk to anybody. You want them to think you're crazy? Er? I, I can't argue that point. I think it's valid. I wonder if he was like, and I'm pretty sure that those, them things in the flying tea saucer is definitely what's been fucking my goats. Sure, that's what's it been doing. It was definitely not me. <laughs> uh, what was it? Somebody told me Mac Brazel's fucking goats. You know, it's funny. I'm Mac Brazel, and I got an alien that lands on my land named fucking Mac Brazel. It is the craziest shit I've ever run t- run across in my life. Oh, he said uh, I'm gonna blame these goat fuckings on you, and I started sweating like a whore in church. Sure, I'll go with that. Uh, Mac notified the sheriff, who then notified Major Jesse Marcel of the 509th Bomb Group Intelligence Office. Why do I feel like this dude was that like that weird French import in this town? 
Ooh, I need to talk to Mr. Marcel. And he's like, he's got the cigarette on the long filter, what? like Cruella de Vil. He's like, what can I do for you this evening? No. Are you here about Mac Brazel's cow and goat fucking? No. I already know. Jesse Marcel is a main player in this. He was the one in the picture that was uh picture which we'll talk the, about. With the like the, the scrap or whatever the fuck it with, was from uh, the, the crash. General Ramey, yeah. the weather balloon crash with a look like oh, this is bullshit. You know, he had yeah. he has that look like this is bullshit. With what it very much looks like a piece of mylar. Which with, I don't know if they had mylar back then, they but did. there you go. Did uh, I just ruin the story? So we'll cover that a little bit more depth later. But the press release stated they had possession of a flying disc. They, I want. It's important. I was not aware of this. I've always heard wreckage. You have to. The initial report from the Air Force was they had recovered a flying disc. Did not mention crash site. We recovered a flying saucer. I believe it was the exact worded verbiage. And also, if they recovered it, how do they know that it flies? Unless it was still flying. True. Now, naturally, you send out this press release. It's going to catch attention. One newspaper is going to catch it. I believe the Roswell newspaper took it, and then it just spread like wildfire. It's wildfire. just like the, the the giant penguin thing in uh, like the East Coast of Florida or some shit like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a retiree, and I think it might have been Florida, and like he just made these giant fucking molds of like a penguin foot, like huge ones, mm-hmm. and he'd strap them on his feet, and he would just walk around the beach at night, and for like forty years they were like. It was like a cryptid type deal. They were oh, like, shit. there's a giant penguin. And then eventually he was like, hey, stupid, it's fucking me. Why'd you do it? I was bored. About it. People are assholes. And my buddy Mac done passed on, so I can't get my hands on a nice goat no more. Now, like I said, July 8th, they issued, the Air Force issued that press release saying they'd recovered a flying saucer. Within 24 hours on July 9th, they changed their tune and walked that back. And they basically said it was a weather balloon. <laughs> so naturally, on July 9th, many papers picked up this retraction from the Air Force. So what you're saying is we're living in deja vu. Right. Within 24 hours, they walked it back. Uh, Warrant Officer Warren Newton, who was a war forecast forecaster at the airbase, said that it was a radar wind target used to measure wind velocities in at higher altitudes. So basically an army meteorologist said, nah, it's just a weather target. All right. Or wind target. I'm- Fair enough. I was going to ask if you think he talked like a meteorologist, but it was the forties. Everybody talked like, like a news anchor. <laughs> yes. He stated there are approximately 80 weather stations in the U S where that were using this particular setup and it could have been any one of them. Now we'll okay, go, but nobody knows about it then. Right. I think that we'll kind of cover this, but there's a big difference between weather balloon and flying saucer. No fucking shit. If <laughs> Army Man, intelligence hit the nail on the head with that that, hey, that little observation. I, I every now and then I have a good one. If <laughs> Army intelligence can mistake a flying saucer for a weather balloon, how intelligent are they? How the fuck did we win World War Two? Right, like was it was this radio transmission like uh, the end of all the Austin Powers movies, where they're flying, where Doctor Evil's flying away in like a dick-shaped rocket, and they're like, it looks like a giant hot dogs. Get your hot dog. Right. The fuck. I don't know, Jim. It just seems to be. Oh, it's gone. 
It's gone. Somebody call somebody in this area. He doesn't have a phone? Fuck. And then just sprinkle and just find anything. Because I feel like that's just... I feel like the weather balloon thing... It's got to be bullshit. Oh, I don't know about bullshit. this. I don't know if this There's one... I can't say that this, all of them are bullshit. But the fact that weather balloons are still to this day, 80 years later, are still, almost 80, are still being used right. for these potential cover-ups. Right. Now, like, they just found something that... They, they threw something at the wall and it stuck and they were like, that's it. Well, that's our guide. That's what we're rolling with. Here's the interesting thing about this. The, but like I said, this... This retraction, and this is where the infamous photo we were talking about between mm -hmm. with General Ramey and Jesse Marcel was taken. We don't happen to have the photo, do we? I no. Let it's, me guess. No Creative Commons copies of I, it. Honestly, I was. So there probably good. isn't. So they, I think they're cracking down on that shit. I'm find I'm finding it much more difficult to find really? uh, photographs to use for uh, our content. Huh. But like I said, this is where that photo came from. Now. This was pretty much the story for several decades. After this, the American people bought this fucking cover-up. Well, yeah, it was it was just after World War II. We were still like, yeah, super two years, super daddy government, right? So it it kind of went away. Uh, Roswell didn't come back in the minds of the population until the mid or till 1980, when a book called The Roswell Incident was written, which was written by Charles Berloitz and Bill Moore, kind of brought it back into the mainstream. In 19, I didn't know that. In 1989, the show Unsolved Mysteries featured it in an episode, which even sparked it even more. Also forgot and, Unsolved Mysteries was on way back then. Yeah. Because they've revamped it now, haven't they? I think so, for Netflix or something. Woo! Uh, and this sparked many more books to follow, and hence how it became basically lore. I'm going to write a book about Roswell. If it worked for all these other assholes, I could probably do it. Now, we've all heard about the witnesses that came forward and stated, you know, what they saw and all this shit. But it's important to note that these witnesses didn't come back or come forward until the 1980s when, the when, it was, when there was money to be made off of it. Right. In 47, when this happened, nothing. The only witness statement was from Mac, and he kind of downplayed it. He yeah. just said ordinary material. <laughs> did you interview any of the neighbors? Did they have anything to say about this? We tried. How did it work out? Well, we're down a camera guy. We're not going to go into the details. It was private property, and it was posted. So, now everybody, chalk it up. Everybody's heard of the bodies that were recovered. This was when the idea of alien bodies showed up is in these witness statements 30 some odd years later mm -hmm. uh reports what, 33 years later as of as of the book coming out right no reports in 1947 of bodies What's Fuck, over 40 once the unsolved mercy sorry that 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 number just clicked in yeah 42 head. years yeah i'm sorry yeah yeah that's a long time yeah yeah feel like you can get a little hazy in that amount of time. What kind of, I want to talk about that. Especially uh, when you throw in the potential for the involvement of like Agent Orange or asbestos. With we're some of these we're going to talk about that right now. But in 47, with the initial press release, there was no accounts of any kind of alien bodies found. Uh, most of these witnesses, honestly, cannot be taken at face value. Like what you're saying, 30-some to 40-some odd years, their memory 
eyewitness statements are notoriously inaccurate, especially in trauma. Like eyewitness <laughs> accounts are are not taken, shouldn't be taken at face value, mm-hmm. especially like in, you know, a traumatic event. Your mind can't process everything and it forms things so you can handle it. Well, especially considering that like, realistically, anybody that you're dealing with at this point, this far in the future from the actual event happening Mm -hmm. had to be, you would assume at least an quote unquote adult at the time, which would make them in their sixties or older by the time all this shit rolls around, which I don't know if that makes it more or less plausible or believable. What do you mean? Because if they were like 24 and they were fucking paying off college debt and shit like that, I would expect it more, but I I don't I don't know if a, a seventy five year old woman is just going to come out and like and be like, well, I've been on disability and social security for twenty five years. How much are you going to pay me, Maxim Magazine? I'll tell you about the aliens and show you my butthole for well, two hundred million dollars. A lot of these eyewitnesses or witnesses, I should say, were proven to be hoaxers. Shocker. Uh which, whenever you get hoaxers on anything, it muddies the waters especially on when, anything. Especially when it comes to the involvement of TV and shit like that. Right. Because, like, at that point, they're, they're, there's a, a line in the sand of there's truth, there's hoaxers, and then there's just money-hungry dick riders. I, don't, I wouldn't even include them in the, the population of a hoaxer. Because at least a hoaxer... Did something. Right. They're just like, yeah, I think that shit. Mm-hmm. Money. Well, you know, and there are those people that just want their 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Now, Which I would say, I would venture to guess that a good portion of these people were just that. Now, there's some people, or some of these, there are some accounts of, you know, the deathbed confessions. Yeah. And we'll talk about one of them. Those are the ones that I find really interesting. Like, I, I find it... I, I, Without knowing the human being. Right. Just off face value, you would think a deathbed confession, you could kind of, no pun intended, take to the grave with you. You know what I'm saying? Or not take take to the bank. Right. But you still never know. Unless, like, it's not like all these people that do this shit, it's not like I knew them. So I can't speak to the legitimacy of what they're saying, even though they might be dead, dying. And a lot of, there were a lot of people saying that there was government agents basically threatening witnesses and some of the first responders. I've heard stories of first responders. They were threatening first responders? Yes. To keep their mouth shut on what they saw here. All right. And even, I believe, Jesse Marcel's family had said he was sworn to secrecy. I mean, that does... And I think Max's family, too. You know, They were threatened under... Uh, penalty of jail time and whatever they would charge him under, I guess espionage or. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a like a USA hater or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that is some American shit, right? That is some type, the type of shit that our government does, right? That's not, not out of uh, character for the government or any government for that matter. I right. would imagine. Now we'll talk about one of these, uh, I whistleblower. Death, deathbed confessions uh, here in a little bit. But 
did he own like <laughs> please tell me this because you're you found a way that this loops into like skinwalker ranch or some shit like that no, or stardust ranch no unfortunately Fuck. not that'd be cool uh now all these books in the mid 90s is when it really took off in 1994 the government had to actually start reopen the case essentially and start issuing more reports the government sorry published I, think I might have put creatine in there <laughs> the government pu- published a report called the Roswell report fact versus fiction in the Wait, New Mexico who, be- desert who did this the government they had to, they had to start <laughs> they had to start fucking issuing so, reports. So the government, uh, it's not the report that I'm bothered by. It's the name of the, oh yeah the Roswell report, fact versus fiction. This isn't even the best one. There's another the one comes later. What the fuck? This is a government report. This isn't a fucking tabloid for the world news. This isn't this isn't a fucking a file with like the CIA and the FBI and shit. This isn't it, it, Kroger. With fucking Bat Boy found in a cave in Nashville the right Nashville next to Bar, it. Yeah. The fuck? Right. Go on. Oh, sorry. I'm getting the drink. Oh, anyway, this is oh, where sorry. Uh, everybody's heard of the uh, Project Mogul. I can share But in this report, this they mentioned it was the wreckage of Project Mogul Flight 4. Okay. Which went missing June 4th of 1947. All right, now this is interesting, but I'm going to say once again... <laughs> They need to. I, I, for the rest of this this part of the notes, can we stop referring to it as a government file and just call it what it is? It's clearly a junior high essay. <laughs> okay, but Project Mogul, uh, basically, what it was was a program. I the, sorry, the, I it just clicked in my head the name of the the Project Mogul right. thing. I know. A little bit about what we're you're basically about to go Project into. Mogul were was what they were sending. The U.S. government was sending up balloons with sound equipment to try to detect nuclear tests that the Soviets were doing. Yeah, uh, which we still do, I believe. Yeah. Basically, they were listening for the bang of the explosion. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about this report? There's a couple things. Interesting about this report. Now, remember, by 1994, there were reports of bodies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Project Mogul, or this report, Fact versus Fiction, completely ignores the bodies, alien bodies. They just don't mention it. It'll go away. I, well, because it wasn't the, the – the bodies at this point is really just hearsay, isn't it? Well, hold on. We'll get to that. I mean, as far as – Pretty much, but there was an the, interesting thing that happened around this time or maybe a little bit later. Okay. Uh but what was even more interesting about this report or this fifth grader essay, <laughs> it basically admitted that they lied in 47 about the weather balloon. They covered up. They used the weather balloon was a cover up for Project Mogul. Which is uh, not 
outlandish. No, but cover-ups for for national security are are pretty well documented. Now, eleven. The interesting thing there is something interesting about this. Now, I said there was this was flight. They said it was flight four. So there was I forget exactly how. I think there were eight flights. Mm-hmm. Flight four. Flight flight four did go missing. Like I said, around June fourth of forty seven. They never recovered it. So they are just assuming that's what the wreckage was. Now, a lot of people say, hey, listen, timeline doesn't add up mm-hmm. because July 8th is when the press statement went out. However, like I mentioned earlier, old Mac didn't immediately go to officials. Right. So the actual event could have happened in June. Uh-huh. Mid-June to and early June. they wouldn't June. know until possibly July. Right, when he went in. So a lot of people say, well, the timeline's not right. Not necessarily. If Mac did hold on to this or didn't go for a few weeks to town and tell mm-hmm. the sheriff, it very well could have been Project Mobile. Just Well, because at that point you're dealing with multiple weeks' time difference, so... A one to two day discrepancy is not out of the right. question. And how long? How do we know that it land or crashed or whatever? And it took him a few days to. Well, they be discover. doing this shit all the time too. I, like, yeah. It's just like a uh, sidebar. I listened to possibly the most interesting Joe Rogan podcast I've ever heard. Who Who was the guest? John Reeves. John Reeves. I John Reeves is. Uh, he was a collegiate swimmer in Florida. Okay. He was a shit student apparently. So he basically, long story short, ended up running freight and then gold mining in Alaska. Nice. And then found this place. Uh, I, I found the, There's a documentary called Boneyard Alaska, I think, and I, I want to watch it. I'm going to find it and I'm going to rent it because he has a like six-acre plot of land that they have pulled more mam- like more Ice Age bones from than like the La Brea Tar Pits. Really? And it, it's like one of the largest concentrations of ice age remains ever found like he's got he said he's got like like f- they don't he said they don't even count anymore mm-hmm. like he's got full mastodon or full mammoths full like matching sets of tusks dire wolves fucking badgers which i guess was pushing the limits of what archaeology was saying because they said badgers weren't there and then he also said really cool he said he found Inside of one of the tusks he found in the hollow end, a blue feather, which archaeology says there was zero birds that had any blue on them in that area at that time. And he's like, well, how the fuck did it get there? They were like, nothing like that lived there. And on the show, on the podcast, he was like, well, sir, fuck died there. <laughs> like, right. But the, the, the government did some shit like that with him, too. He went out there. They, What was it? Something happened with like their transport. And they went to him because he's he's also the largest private landowner in all in Alaska. Like he has the most privately owned land in Alaska. Really, he's fucking cakey. <laughs> like he doesn't sell any of his shit either. Like they'll take the they'll. I want to check him out because apparently they make like pipes and guitar picks and shit out of fragments of mammoth tusks, which I think would be cool to get your hands on if it's not crazy expensive. But anyway, they went to him, said something about they were doing something drilling or some shit and their transport was scheduled wrong or something happened with their transport where like it it went down too soon where they couldn't get their shit done and go and 
they were like, oh, we're going to do this and da 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 And we were wondering if we could use some of your land because we want to set off some explosions in permafrost. And he was like, you know, okay. And then the guy told us, fed him some story, and he was like, bullshit. What are you really doing? And apparently they were setting off scaled-down explosions, and they were doing it in a scaled scientific method to uh, try to match the explosive percussion of uh, atomic bombs in, like, Siberia that were being tested because Russia, they found out Russia was selling nukes to North Korea. Huh. Yeah. And he was like, huh, okay. And they were like, so how much do you want? Because it's the government. They'll give you whatever, like, literally any amount of money you ask for to help them, and we know this. Yes. He didn't ask for anything. All he asked for was a letter that said that we thank you for your great contribution to the security of the United States of America He's got it framed in his house. I think I'd ask for some money. He also ate mammoth. Uh, they were so it's it's permafrost. They, he said they call them a muckbank. So it's like how they do in a lot of mines. They just yeah. spray it with water. Yeah. And as stuff comes, they they gather it and shit. Yeah. And they're finding like frozen specimens of animals. And I guess him and some guys were up there. I don't even know if it was on his property, but they got hammered one night, and like. He was like, just carved off a little bit, put it on a stick. and He was like, was it good? He was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> well, he was no. like, did you have like a whole steak? He was like, no, a couple bites about all you want. And he was like, why would you do that? And I, one, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you listen to this guy, I agree with him 100%. He was like, if you don't, what's the point? And I was like, Crazy. that's all you need to say. Like, I, But te you're telling me if we were in Alaska and we discovered a frozen mammoth specimen, part of you wouldn't be like, I wonder what that tastes like. No, I'm a picky eater, remember. It was frozen. I still am a picky eater. It was probably... It depends on how hungry I am. And apparently, from my, from from the way they talk to you, he's also found humans. Nice. Or like Neanderthals. Really? Fascinating. I have to check him out. Dude, it was the most interesting... One of the most interesting podcasts I've ever heard of. And I never knew Besides who the guy was. Ours. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was funny, too, because he kept talking about how like once it took off, he... Once the documentary took off, he told everybody, he was like, I won't talk to anybody but Joe Rogan. Just for some reason. I forget what it was. It was some stupid reason. Like, he kept referencing that at one point. He was like, no, you fucked it all up for me because you invited me on the show. <laughs> They're <laughs> talking about trading fucking moose meat for elk meat and shit. <laughs> uh, Sorry. I will check it out. Go Sidebar on. complete. Now, we just talked about the report issued. We That wasn't good enough. People weren't satisfied, so the government had well, to issue another report in 1997. It, it was a, It seems like a pretty half-assed report. Well, it was because it didn't account for the bodies. It didn't say it just glossed past that shit. And also, that makes me like shit like that makes me question stuff even more because it's like it's the government. They don't owe anybody any answers, really. The way they've set it up. I mean, technically, people are like, democracy, yes, technically they do. But the way things have gone in the last, like, 50 years, they didn't have to issue shit to well, the public. I have a thought on that. Let me, let me read this real quick. In 1997, the uh, Air Force released another report called Roswell, Case Closed. What are these fucking shitty B-flicks? <laughs> yes. This addresses, they had to issue this because it, they had to address the bodies. 
Uh, this reports they were saying that they were crash test dummies from Operation High Dive. Now, this operation was a, basically a high altitude ejection seat test, and they did Good name they high dive. Yeah, I don't now, think that's that, creative. I don't th- why that it's not creative. That's what if that's a, a real thing? If that's a real thing, not only is that I wouldn't even call it on the nose. I would say it's just poor wording because if that's the name of that specific experiment and that's what they're trying to test, what fucking soldier with more than four brain cells is going to sign up for that? So you want me – it's no, no. called high dive and you want me to high altitude eject from plane. Why not Project Parachute? They uh, Why not on. Project Comfortably Glide to the Ground? Hold on. They didn't use people. They used test dummies. And they used dummies that were crash test dummies. That looked like aliens. That were shorter than a normal person. Why? The operation was conducted in the 1950s. Now, this is where things get a little honky. This the Roswell happened in 47. Exactly. This timeline does not add up whatsoever. People, now, people could be just misremembering. And, you know, because remember, the witnesses came forward in the 80s. Yes, but aren't there dates on these files from the government? Yes, th- but so, but the witness accounts is what. Oh, the, okay. The witnesses are coming in A's, and they're just kind of merging these two stories together. Yeah, and right. it was about this time. I don't remember what year the alien autopsy. You remember that? Yeah, that was fucking real. Well, not I should, that really was aired on television. I'm not saying it was real. It was a hoax, complete hoax. Yeah. But I need to go to the gym. People, I hate this fucking camera. <laughs> no, but this makes no sense at all, really. The timeline does not, high dive does not really work. It This nah. um, this almost just sounds like they, the government is kind of just throwing shit on the wall to see what sticks. Literally. Now, the funny thing is, and what we're getting back to what you were just talking about, the government, like you said, does not owe you any explanation. But the government is, government is so stupid. If they would just shut the fuck up, mm. all this would go away. When asked about alien bodies, I don't know. Don't plead the fifth. Just say, I don't know. Above my pay grade. <laughs> That'd be great. You just got, who was president back then? Was that like FDR? Who, uh, in 47? Uh, probably Truman, was it? I don't know, but that'd be great. Just like, Eisenhower. Was it Eisenhower. I don't know. One of those, one know. of those dudes that talked funny. But, like, even today, like, the president should just do that. When people ask about some shit that we're not supposed to know about or that we might not know the truth behind. Uh, president, who was it? Was it Trump during the Tic Tac thing? No, that was... Was that bit... Biden? Oh, well, when it actually yeah. came out, that would have been Obama, right? Yeah. No. Either way. It might have either been, I don't know if it was right around the switchover. Either way, no matter what era we're talking about, there should be, I want to see videos of every president taking a question about some shit like this that they don't want us to know about. And when somebody's like, do you have anything to say about the bodies found at the Roswell site in 1947? And they just go, huh? And that's it. I don't know. And then you just hear a, a struggling sound as the Secret Service drags that person out of the fucking room off camera. It's a good question. I don't know. Now, let's cover some of these Roswell theories and conspiracies. 
Now, the first one, basically, they recovered was the initial press release. They recovered a flying saucer, by, and this was issued by intelligence officers. Now, you have to take into account these are intelligence officers. Mm-hmm. These are smart people. They just don't let anybody be an intelligence officer. Uh, well, <laughs> I would not think. Given some of the things that have gone on with just within this specific story, I don't know. You would think. Now, it quickly, like we said, turned to weather balloon, which this is the problem with the government, like what you were saying. Just shut the fuck up because the cover-up is always worse than the actual, the actual event. If somebody fucked up and issued this original press release, why come up if they would have just said Bob was crazy? Bob was <laughs> jokes on you. April Fools in July. My bad. You know well, Bob Laz- Bob Lazar. No, but just anybody named Bob. Whoever issued this re- report. Let's get Bob Lazar on here. Yeah. If they would have said he was just cracking a joke, he was trying to hoax something. He's been reprimanded. This would have went away. But no, they had to come up with. See and. Something, a whole, which what the whole weather balloon, which wasn't believable whatsoever. See, and that's why I, as crazy as it might sound to some people, I feel like simplifying and laying back the operation or the, uh, the public side of the government would probably help them in these situations. Like, instead of being like, our records have shown that uh, upon the date of da-da-da-da-da, if they were like, what about uh, insert a name from this story and his contribution of this evidence? would be like, oh, that fucking asshole? Oh, yeah, no, he was doing a lot of crank. He has since been terminated. Right. Um, next question. Throw whoever wrote this, if I was president or... A general at this time, I would have thrown whoever issued that press release under the bus. Yeah. And just said it was a joke. He w- he's been rep- you know, he's been reprimanded, he's being discharged and case closed. He's just crying and sweating. He's like, I made it all up and I also put these bamboo shoots under my own fingernails. <laughs> and my the waterboarding worked. No. But they had to come up with the weather balloon story, which never made fucking sense. Because what moron in their right mind would confuse a flying saucer with a weather balloon? See, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Because I don't really, I'll be honest, as unpopular as an opinion as it is, I don't really buy into this Roswell thing very much. But... If you think back to 1947, a lot of shit going on. Technology is not what it is today. They haven't seen the things we've seen today on a regular basis. And then you also throw in, like, we might not, not to be a dick, but we might not be dealing with the most highly educated human beings in this general vicinity of the world. You think? Right? So I could see... And plus, you know, if you get like if you get the right force perspective, a round if it is a round weather balloon, you could 
that if you can't tell that there's something hanging from the bottom of it or if the little carriage thing that hangs from weather balloons had disconnected by that point and it's windy and it's spinning and it's shooting off that reflection off of the mylar or whatever it's made of, I could see somebody misconstruing the shape or the trajectory of something like that. Right. And then again, with the area you're living, you're working with and the person directly that you're working with being just a farmer in the middle of fucking nowhere like that's some crazy that's probably some pretty crazy shit that he's never seen before right um okay so the second theory i should say is project mogul which a lot of people believe the weather balloon really they realized what was found was project mogul yeah this is top secret they used the weather balloon to cover up project mogul mm-hmm. which you know, this was the start of the Cold War. Forty-seven, the Cold War was kicking off. Mm. We did not trust the Soviet Union, even though they were our allies in war, just two years prior in World War Two. Kinda. Well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, kind of thing. They keep my friends close and my enemies closer. So they immediately realized, okay, we got to come up with something. Weather balloon. This is Project Mogul. Make us go away. Yeah. Now, but where it gets where it gets stupid is then they keep fucking adding to the story. This is where it gets stupid. Yes, they had to go with Operation High Dive, which account they had to account for the bodies. Just, just doesn't even fit. Just ignore the fucking bodies. Right. Just keep don't it, even acknowledge them. Right. Now, other now there are those aren't even the craziest theories out there. Now let's get into some real conspiracy. Now we're theories. getting fun. Uh, some other crazy conspiracy theories. It was a Russian spy craft. Basically, what Stalin was doing, he built a, a flying saucer and sent it over here with a bunch of mutant kids that they were doing experiments <laughs> on. And he was trying to recreate Orson Welles' War of the World in War, War of the World and cause a panic. It was Orson Welles, wasn't it? Yeah. Who didn't yeah. he eat himself to death? <laughs> yes, probably. Uh, so the body, there were bodies in the, in this theory, and but they were experimented on, you know, genetic testing done by the Russians or Soviet Union. That's why they had deformities. So instead of just saying that there wasn't bodies, you they went with this fucking no, this, thing. This is no, this was the government. This oh, is, okay. This now is just we're getting theories. the crazy conspiracy okay. theorists. Now there is also yeah, that's some Alex Jones shit, right? There's also the 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 the, the, the Russians, they they they. They, they they turned the frickin' frogs gay, and they sent the deformity children over here. And then that's what fell at Roswell, and then all of the pieces fell into place for 9-11. Right. Now, another very similar conspiracy theory is that this was a cover-up. We were doing our own experiments on people medical experiments which we know the government has done some shady shit when it comes to experimenting on its population rather believable mk we can go mk ultra all day long well that goes back to the project or was it uh operation midnight climax well that in that that goes back to that uh john reeves guy i was talking about and then forrest gallant talking about like theoretically we could see the first like talking about genetic experimentation shit why would they not be doing shit like this if they're talking about we might see the first mammoth walk the fr- the face of the earth again as early as t- 2024? 
Are we talking uh, DNA? Yes. Like splicing it with, Has with Jurassic Asian Park elephant. taught us anything? Well, see, so there's some science behind this. Okay. It's it, it would it's a lot easier for them to pull off like a mammoth or a cave lion because they have much closer genetic makeup to something that's currently living. Great. But okay, saber tooth tiger. Do we really need to introduce those into the wild now? Um I think it'd be kind of cool to have a couple. I don't know about in the wild. Well, I'm just saying. Did you know Jurassic what Park? Is it, they all get out. Or what was his name? There was one. There, there's. They say there was a saber tooth tiger species that had enough nerve endings in its. Uh, I guess I guess canines. It's like fangs. Yeah. That it could use them and like feel around and feel the blood pulsing through the. Fucking whatever artery is that the carotid artery jugular the jugular in the neck yeah like they could they could sense it through their teeth and they they could like readjust their bite and then <laughs> go down on the jugular some, and just like end some it. twilight shit vampire Dude, right it's fucking cool though but but Jurassic what we need to watch out for is the long face bear the big nose bear it's bigger than a grizzly and it's also probably they theorize it was. Very possibly bigger than a polar bear. And yeah. probably a hyper carnivore like a polar bear. Because contrary to popular belief, polar bears are the only hyper carnivore bears, I believe, that only eat meat. Oh, you mean raw meat? Oh, you Just meat in general. Other, like other, grizzly bears that still eat berries and shit. They still eat fish. I mean, yeah. yeah. But polar bears just eat meat. Yeah. As far as I know. Humans and seals. You ever see him hunt those seals? Well, how They'll many berries are there in the Arctic anyway? Not a lot grows through the ice. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> They're so cute. Like, who's going to be in the Coke commercials during Christmas time if they all die? I'm, You're going to get I'm, Will Sasso to do it? Maybe. It's the next closest thing to a fucking polar bear. That's the biggest Canadian I've ever seen. <laughs> but it's very possible that this was like a they were trans the u.s government was transporting test subjects that they were testing and a plane crashed and this actually i'll be honest with you is very plausible like i said the government has been has tested people without oh, their yeah. knowledge i don't give a you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to realize that that's just a fact and trust me i there's another story we're going to do here soon where they actually had tested a population with release something into i believe it was san francisco or some coastal city in california and didn't tell a damn soul was just it a gay bomb <laughs> probably it's a real thing too we can do a whole but, episode on that so the government does not do is not the most ethical bunch of people on the planet they will nah. test on their oh yeah 100 because like my that's always been my my background theory with like the fucking cia black sites where they go to like torture uh, like fucking terrorists and shit. Yeah. Like we know those exist and I have a feeling there's probably some human experimentation going on there too. Well, no doubt. If not alien, just like the same, the place where all of this shit supposedly ended up. Right. Now let's talk about one character. We talked about the deathbed confessions. There was a book published. I don't remember. I think it was called the day after Roswell or something like that. 
just, they're just there's banger names for all of these books and papers, man. Now this Fuck. is based on the account of a Colonel Philip Corso, and I do not believe this. The whoever was his who helped him write this, I believe I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that he was under orders not to release this till after his death. I think I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me, but I think that's the case. Now Corso's story states that. He started telling it in the 90s, but he said, now, this is where I kind of get a little fuzzy with it. I know for a fact that he claimed that he he worked for, I believe, the Department of Defense, and he was reportedly... Did you hear that? Yeah, so... Did that not sound like a fucking bird took off from, like, the kitchen counter? It was probably on the roof. Uh, he was... Re when his time with the Department of Defense, he came into contact with some of the technology, and he was a part of re-back engineering this. So he's the first bot. Maybe we have a go. He's the first Bob Lazar. Right. And he states that a lot of our technical technology or technical advances. Our technical technology. Our technical advances over the past 50, 60 years is due to his work with back engineering this technology. Yeah. Which now, see, and that's like, I, I, that's my problem with this whole thing is like, I don't buy into the Roswell thing, but like, I, I find it hard to find another, not the, not Roswell, but I find it hard to like pinpoint another concrete reason for the explosion in technology since the mid to late forties. Right now, now, there is one account I did find, and I don't know how much stock I put into this, that he was actually contacted when it happened in 47. The DOD guy? No, the, yeah. Okay. He was, like I said, he was in the Army Air Force. He was a colonel. He was stationed there, and he was, I believe I, he was one of the ones that just put it out into, when the wreckage, he start was, just, I don't know if this was him for sure. I did see one story about this, but he was the one responsible for sending the wreckage to different locations because it is reported that the wreckage was just not, it was sent to somewhere in Texas. I forget the base in Texas. And then it was sent, a lot of it was sent here to Wright Pat in Dayton. But apparently he was one of the ones who orchestrated that. I don't know for a fact if that's accurate, but he states that, and this is where the story gets a little interesting. He states that there was a lightning storm and the craft itself was struck by lightning, which played a role in the crash. And he even stated that radar operators saw the crash on radar. And he also says that at the time, days leading up to this, now we're assuming, I don't know the dates on this. I'm assuming, he basically what he I'm trying to say is, Prior to the crash, the radar was being lit up with UFO hits that they couldn't explain. Hmm. This was kind of like what happened with the, the Tic Tac incident. You know, yeah. days prior, they were getting all kind of radar hits. He he was he was saying there was a lot of uh, interaction on the radar or a lot of blips on the radar prior to this. Now the lightning thing with the crash. Listen, if I have an issue with this, if <laughs> A 
spacecraft, if these are extraterrestrials coming from a galaxy far, far away. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Our planes have been hit by lightning and they'll get taken down. But you're telling me, you expect me to believe that a spacecraft that flew hundreds of millions of light years to get here got struck by lightning and went down. Well, for all... Right. I thought you were going to go the opposite way. Like, that, yeah, no, how do we, like, I would assume that they have, like, some type of, some, some, some non-productive coating or non-conductive coating or something, something very strong, because they're going through, you would assume that these ships would be prepared to run into, like, fucking asteroid belts and shit like right. that. I don't think that lightning... Would, but we could be wrong. Maybe they don't have lightning. Maybe yeah, they I don't, don't know. Have lightning. Let's be real. I don't know. Now, one part that I find one part of his story I do find interesting. He also says that you, the UFO was mainly intact, which does kind of go with the original press release. Yeah. So they he got one part right. Right. And he does state that there were bodies found at the crash site, some dead and some alive, and he even tells of a story of one alien was walking over a ridge away from the crash away from the crash and soldiers shot it why i mean if you have an alien life form panic why the fuck i don't give a shit if you, the, the, personal opinion if i'm if i'm your, your commanding officer and you just go oh fuck and you shoot the living alien that's physically moving you're getting fucking shot in the foot hey will smith punched one so you know yeah, how'd that Welcome work out? to Earth. I could have been at a barbecue. God, that movie was on the other day, and I was watching it. I was like, man, this movie is not that good. No, it's horrible. Okay, but I don't know how much of this story I believe. No, this was one of the death, I believe, deathbed confessions. And I, like I said, I believe this was released after his death under his orders. Right. I could be wrong. But I think it's very... How can I say this? Hot in here? Don't take off all your clothes, please. It's not that bad. It's it's a little warm, but it's well, not that bad. We're wrapping it up. Now, one of the interesting... This, this is the last thing we want to talk about. Oh, is this literally the last thing? Yeah. Oh. And then we're, I'll give my opinion. We can go with an opinion, which you kind of give in your opinion. Uh, the A lot of... We spoke about the uh, General Ramey photo with Marcel, with the weather balloon wreckage. Yeah. Now, in that picture, General <laughs> Ramey is holding what appears to be a piece of paper they believe is a memo. There have been a lot of people trying to decipher, re, you know, find out what that memo says, because that could crack this case wide open. Now, with new technologies, they've come close to the, they do have the original negative. Mm-hmm. I believe I saw this on Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates. Or check him out on, on Gatesy Graham, I think is his Instagram. Where they ran 
they scanned the, the negative into a computer and they were trying to highlight it. And they did come up, they couldn't make out the whole thing, but they could pick out some words. Which were? The? <laughs> no. And? I think balloon was one of them. Uh, that seems fucking. Well, it was probably, let's be honest. It was inconclusive, but it was probably just saying, hey, if it was a cover up saying, hey, use this balloon as say it was a weather balloon kind of thing. But it was very inconclusive. It didn't say bodies or some people have said. Now, the, the, the one interesting part that they couldn't make out, there was one word that they kind of thought, and it either said, I forget what, there was two words it could have been. And one of the words was disc. So, I don't know. But or what if it was, what if you just got caught as a part of it and it was like, we need to have a discussion when you come back from the or field. Or it could have been dicks. I don't know. Or what if it, what if it was just cut and dry? What if like they zoomed, they found this picture and like they found the perfect technology to clarify it and it was just like bold as fuck, like big ass font and it was just like, fucking aliens? No way, LMFAO. That would be fucking great. But it was in, I mean, it'd be interesting. I would assume what's in that memo would answer all the questions. Or it's literally completely irrelevant. Or it's, you know, penthouse. It's like a shopping list it's from like, his wife. Or it's penthouse forms. He yeah. That was going to read later. Yeah. It's like, like a, it too. yeah, it's like, it's like a new fucking, it's like a new subscription pam tear out thing from the middle of a Sears robot catalog. It was his honey-do list from his wife. Yeah. It was like, you can get eggs and fucking, I don't know, it's back in the 40s. Hominy from the store on your way home? Yeah. So, that's just, it's interesting. Who knows with, you know, as technology gets better, maybe someday we'll know exactly what that memo says. I don't think we will. I probably not. Now. Because, I mean, as, if we're being real, I'd, I I would assume, in my mind, the, the memo probably ain't shit. Okay. I, I feel like if they were worried about it, he would not have that in his hand during a picture. Well, of course, he wasn't thinking that you could be able to, you know, technology would get to the point where you could fucking read it. So you would think that you would think anyway that 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 suspicion would be rampant no matter what, you given would, the the position our position with the Ruskies right. at the time. You're right. Okay. So you you you're not buying aliens. Nah. What do you think it was? You think it was a weather balloon, or you think it was? I think mobile? it was. I think it was a, an experiment. What do you mean? I think it Social was a little experiment. No, I think it was either it could have been the weather balloon or it could have just been some type of aerial craft experiment by the US government. I'm going to go something did happen. Yeah, something uh, something, something hit the ground in New Mexico. I will, I'll give them that. Now, was it extraterrestrial? I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know. Or we're just 100% wrong and like they did land and they're still they're still just kicking it drinking coffee on the third underground level of right past Air Force Base and they're like these fucking stupid humans haven't figured anything out yet. <laughs> if I have to think about if I think about this rationally what which make, is kind of hard. What makes the most sense to me is the Project Mogul. Yeah. It kind of covers all the bases. Like I said, we what we covered earlier, the bodies came in later. That could just be people Add to the story, the, hoaxing, and it just took a honest life as a, of its own. Yeah, the the weather balloon. Go ahead. But Project Mogul makes more sense in the fact that yes, if it was Project Mogul, they would try to lie and cover it up by saying weather balloon. And it is also, I find that to be the most 
like the most the most realistically possible and plausible i right. i find it to be the most financially and realistically possible experiment that they could have been doing we know that they were doing also it. the most plausible experiment that they could have revealed to the public well we, for the, to have them believe we know they were doing it that was a legitimate operation or project the timeline does actually kind of line up if Mac didn't go to the officials right away. So the June missing, the uh, flight form missing of Project mm -hmm. Mobile, losing, uh, something happened to it. It started having problems, I believe, the 4th. It went missing on the 7th, mm -hmm. I believe is the dates. And if Mac didn't go go to the officials immediately, that if he let it sit for a few weeks before he could get into town, it lines up perfectly. Mm -hmm. The Russians thing, I, I don't. I don't buy the Russians thing at all. Well, here's unless it was an unless it was a U.S. experiment that was for use against the Russians. That's the only way I could see the Russians coming in. Because what what would Russia give a shit about landing anything in this area of the United States? They'll fuck with us. Yeah, but there's nothing there. That's you know what I'm saying? Like if if the, if Russia was gonna do something, even to this day, they're gonna hit something that not no offense to Roswell, but something that matters. Like L.A. Yeah, they're gonna hit a, a big city or with a large population. If it came from Russia, it probably came down yeah. from over Alaska. So why not? Yeah, crash land in Seattle. Well, Just, especially Roswell, way back in the forties. Right. Not the highest populated was it, area. Was Vegas even? A, Vegas, I don't think so. Vegas was even around in. The, I don't think Vegas was really until like the sixties or seventies. Right. So there was nothing really out in the desert. Nah. In Nevada and New Mexico, other, in the desert. other than nuclear experimentation, right by us. Yes. Which you know, is secondary thought. Okay, let, let me throw this out to you. We know the Germans in World War II had, there's documentation, photographic evidence. That they had a flying saucer. They had a flying saucer. Yeah. What if. That was it. Operation Paperclip. We got some of their scientists. We, yeah, but that's a pretty short period. We were working on a flying saucer of our own, and that's what this was. It was a, like kind of a U.S. thing that they were working on. It crashed. My only problem with that is like given the time scale of project of Operation Paperclip because like it wasn't the fastest thing. Well, that's true. Because they had to track people down and shit like that. And seeing the video of the saucer that Germany, that the Nazis had, I feel like that's a very short period of time for them to have something run successfully, operate successfully enough to fall from an altitude that would cause this level of damage to it. Now, but that's the thing. Depending on who you t listen to, there wasn't, it, either there was a huge crash site, shit scattered everywhere, or it was mainly intact. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't know. Well, and then by this time, they had already, Admiral Byrd had already had fucking aerial dogfights with, with, with UFOs in, in, in Antarctica. You're right. But here's, here's a thought I've never had. Okay. Is there any, Confirmed or conspiracy theories of any government properties or possible government-run dig sites anywhere within the immediate vis range, within like a certain range of Roswell, New Mexico. I'm not aware of that. I do not know. Like an underground facility. 
Or uh, 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 other. Uh, here we go. Uh, here's a secondary one. I feel like this one's even easier than the fucking weather balloon cover up because it wasn't really a weather balloon because it wasn't being used for. I guess it was a weather balloon, but it wasn't. Couldn't you also have just said you were also experimenting with these balloons as a silent delivery mechanism for uh, explosives during war? Because we're in the Cold War. There's yeah. another fucking, I, I find to that to be a pretty plausible, easy excuse. Well, you know, you got to remember we had just dropped the bomb, what, two years earlier? Yeah. On your people. Twice. Twice. Overkill. That's why. So our, that is why our the, everybody's like, oh the 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 rising sun. No, it's not the rising sun on the fucking Japanese flag. That's that's all, that's what we saw before it went night night. <laughs> so there was a nuclear scare, atomic bomb scare. Mm -hmm. Even I think we probably even scared ourselves. Well, then you drop into this is the height of the red scare. So or the beginning of the red scare. You, we knew once we dropped the bomb, the jig was up. We knew. Everybody knew this was possible. So you know the Soviet Union was working on it. Yeah. And I believe they actually were successful, I think, in 49. I was going to say, let's be realistically, for all intents and purposes, they probably had nukes by this time. They might not have been fully functional in the way they wanted them to be, but I guarantee you they could have dropped one from a plane in 47. I believe the first... Prop maybe, you're, but I think officially they weren't. They didn't. I think it's on record they didn't. It was forty nine before they actually successfully detonated one. Good job, Einstein. So that's why one reason why Mogul makes so much sense to me. Of course, they're going to fucking do try to fucking figure out if the Ru the it, Russians or, or Soviets are going to do are yeah. are dropping or detonating nuclear weapons. It is hands down the most plausible, right? And yes, they would want to cover that up with something silly like a well or I'd, weather balloon. Maybe not plot. Maybe plausible is the wrong terminology here. It's definitely the most believable, and I guess plausible would be the right word because it's like th that's not a crazy technology. Sending a fucking balloon, a weather balloon in the air is with not a crazy technology that we have to be like, well, it was brand new technology. Like no shit, we already had. But, basically, with a pure <laughs> microphone. But that's what I would. I would be interested to see if there was ever, like, any government work sites somewhere within, like, a 100-mile radius well, of know, this they, location I would at say, that time. I would say there's a good possibility because, you know, they say that every every base is connected with tunnel systems. So they say. So they say. And I think it's confirmed that some of them are. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, just look at fucking, uh, like, Wright Pat, I believe, is has... Like four or seven subterranean levels yeah. that most of the people that are ever on that base can't get into. You have to have a certain level of clearance to get into. It's like a building that enters these subterranean, which it could be fucking nothing down there. That's but it's where they keep all the files. Well, then where is it? There's another one that's like it's documented that's owned by like the the someone. I don't know if it's CIA or what, but it's somewhere. Like in the Rockies or some shit or near the Rockies that is supposedly like this big warehouse, but like it took them forever to build and they definitely went further down than a traditional uh, foundation for a building like that. Huh. So like there's theories that there's just this massive underground thing. And then basically what they're saying is like they definitely dug a deeper hole than you would need to put a fucking basically a warehouse slash office building 
And then I think the theory is that, like, it didn't seem like they were furnishing it immediately. So very well could have just put up a building and then continued work within that building right. with a building covering their ass. Yeah. So that makes me wonder if there's, like, there could be, for all we know, like, because I fully buy into the fact, not fact, but I fully buy into the idea that I feel like the government has bunkers and shit like that. Everywhere. Everywhere. In places we don't even, we haven't even thought to look. Like, there's probably one under us right now. There's probably, like, fucking 60 dudes from, like, the fucking special forces 100 feet below us right now. They're like, these fucking idiots. (laughs) They're they're spot on, and literally no one's ever going to fucking listen to them. Well, Jackasses. We- and then they got that big fuck off dog. <laughs> uh maybe. But you know, I don't I I I would love this to be completely true. I would love for it to be a, a UFO from Orion's belt See, and with alien bodies. Yeah. I would I would love I hope I wish it was, but I just think Mogul covering up for Project Mogul was is a more realistic it makes more sense than in personal opinion everybody who wants declassification of all this paperwork for this and everything else i do too in an ideal world but if you really think about it i don't think any of us want the declassification of everything that's happening in or around the government in all, of all time cuz people would be horrified by the bullshit that's going on not just that because the my my main thought with that is for that to happen, could you imagine the shit show of a world we would be living in at the time that they felt it okay to just disclose everything they know? It would all be falling apart. We like it'd be like Mad Max. Yeah, it would be already. And then they might do this, and then everybody would just be like, "Who fucking cares?" Yeah. Oh, I'm- aliens landed at Roswell. Guess what? Fucking Jerry's an alien. And we play cards on Wednesdays for slaves. Welcome to Mad Max. The whole world's Australia now, bitch. Uh, yep, yeah, I, I, I'm getting my Lancia. Here's the thing about Roswell, though. They basically the whole economy of the town's based on this. Oh yeah. And it's great for the city of Roswell right. to this day. Like I, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Like it's, a, it's a great story. I don't fully believe it, but but I don't fucking know. I was not aware that the, pretty much what I learned in, during the research for this is a Mac wasn't that overly excited about what happened. I believe yes. he used the word ordinary in wreckage when he describing the wreckage. <laughs> I would think if you had a a UFO, what you even thought was a UFO, you'd be a little bit more excited. Especially considering that, like, Roswell was not what it is today. And Roswell still isn't a big that big of a city. I've never been there, so I do, I've never been to New Mexico. I've never been there either, but I've seen TV shows go there and shit. It's not like a fucking bustling suburb or, like, ur- or urban utopia. And I wasn't aware this story just... Within a few days, dissipated. Right. Which does not lend credence to its legitimacy. I've kind of thought it was always a thing. Because, you know, me, it came back, I was eight years old when that book came out in the 80s. So it's always been in the forefront 
Well, in the TV shows right. and shit. You know, like, I was in high school with the when the uh, Unsolved Mysteries came out. So I, I did not know there was a 30-some-odd, 37-year-old, 37-year right. gap where nobody gave a fuck. Yeah, you're just now finding out about it. And it's not like you had the resources at the time unless you went to... I mean, even then, like I was going to say, unless you had the resources, you might be able to find that information out. No. Maybe at a library in that time period. Maybe. One thing, like I said, I think Project Mogul is more likely scenario of what happened. However, I will say this. The the late Stanton Freeman did believe to. something happened. He, he, and whenever a scientist who, because from everything I know about him and read about him, he, you know, he was a physicist. Mm-hmm. And he didn't buy all the bullshit, but he believes something happened at Roswell. That helps me, makes me want to believe it even more. I put a little bit more credence on that. Now, are you saying he thinks something extraterrestrial happened there? Okay. I I was going to say, because something definitely happened there. I think he kind of was under the, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was under the thought that maybe this crash was legitimate. I want Michio Kaku's input on this i don't give a fuck about him he's Michio so, kaku is if you listen to him on rogan he's been on twice why he's had him on twice i don't know the second time i listened to him he was saying the same thing over and over he, oh yeah it was about ai and he just kept saying the same thing over i was like dude yeah you can definitely tell his area of interest at this point in his career Every every question he was asked he just repeated the same it was like this is the fucking the line we're we're pushing. That's how the mushroom guy was right. too. Which don't get me wrong, I, the first episode was interesting, but the, the second one, I listened to like thirty minutes of it. It was just the same shit. I mean, I do respect the fact that he does kind of he's come around to yes, maybe there is something going on with all this UFO stuff. Who Michio Kaku? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like those are the guys that actually know what's going on, even if the government hasn't disclosed it to them. I feel like guys like like not all of them, but I feel like somebody like a, a Michio Kaku. Or a Neil deGrasse Tyson or a Brian Green, somebody yeah. like that. Like those are probably the guys that like are nonchalantly walking around. Like when people are like, "I don't know, man, aliens might be real," and they're like, "Oh, they fucking are," and they just keep it moving. And like I just talked to one last week. We had fucking we had space coffee. I don't know. It's I've, green and it tastes like fucking ecto cooler from back in the day. But this. The only way to prove any of this is something's going to have to happen now. We're going to have to document it. Basically, a UFO is going to have to land at the corner here for me to 100% believe is possible. And that's coming from two people who I'm pretty sure we're on the same level, on the same in the same boat of I 100% accept that there is other life in the in the universe. I'm not sure they can make it here. That's the question. Now, that's why, if anything, I believe it's more dimensional. Multiverse type shit. If or you, we are the aliens. Or if, if UFOs are actually real, or which I do believe something is out. 90% of the shit of the cases of the sightings can be explained. Mm-hmm. For the small percentage that cannot be explained. And you know what? I think it's more dimensional. Maybe a multiverse kind of thing. Even if we're, if, than, 
Yeah, and if we're not going to talk, if we're not talking something dimensional, you know what? I never tend, at least for as far as I know, I don't recall ever hearing anybody talk about it from the standpoint of an unmanned satellite. Basically, all of our furthest reaching experimentation and documented shit that we have pulled off in our solar system has been unmanned flights. Right. It's been fucking satellites and shit like that that then drop some type of technology onto the surface of another celestial body. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody throw out the theory that maybe that's what we're seeing if we're seeing UFOs. Well, you know, there is a, a kind of a, a weird theory that I'm actually every day kind of like more and more mm-hmm. is that these UFOs we are seeing, they're not extraterrestrial. They're not even dimensional. They're just us. It's us coming back. Oh. Time machine type shit. Future us look oh. more back in time. Interesting. That, I mean. Chronovisor type shit. That's just as plausible as Dan Aykroyd from Coneheads flying back. You mm. know? And I think that's almost even just as plausible as, you know, dimensional. They're dimensional beings. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe it's our own conscious trying to break the bounds of the third wall that is the dimensions that we understand. Or maybe... And they're there the whole time and we just can't see them all the time. I'm drawing a blank. What is it we've talked about? We've talked about on this podcast before where the consciousness of Tulpa. Yeah. Maybe UFOs are Tulpa. You know, the consciousness of everybody thinking about UFOs and all of a sudden it created one. It happened just the other day. Like, I saw a Tic Tac flying through the sky and then once it moved a little bit and the angle changed oh look there now i'm starting to see the wings and shit i did see one where was i this morning actually traveling north on 747 Mm -hmm. what was weird about because you know that we got this little airport here which not a lot of big planes you know it's more of a cessna or small private which which is pretty easy to identify because like you you see planes in and out of that small strip pretty regularly right. throughout the day. So I and was, you can tell they're going there because there's nothing else in that area. Either they're going there or they're fucking crashing. So I was driving north on 747 uh, before. And saw like an airliner that looked like it was going to land it, there. I, I see it all the time. A cylindrical, but it was flying very low, like it was coming out of, but it was very long. Mm-hmm. Like it was coming low enough to where I would felt it was coming out of this airport here yeah this I, I see what looks it, like what, what like a small airliner looks like they're going there pretty regularly but it's flying so low and i could not make out any wings it was just a, a tube and i was like now i'm i'm fully aware that it's the angle that i am yeah. to it i can't see the wings yeah but i can see if it was moving faster or stop you know the speed would vary or something or make a weird move move then I was like, okay, that's something. But it was kind of like a Tic Tac. It, it was a typical, it looked like a white cigar. Like a dog shit in the 50s. Right. It's just very low, like it was coming out of this airport. But I know it was too big for this airport. Mm. It was kind of weird. But anyway, I don't know. Mm. I think that's going to, that's all I got. So final thoughts is... Me personally, I don't think that a UFO crashed at fucking Roswell, but I also cannot say that it could not have happened. It'd be cool if it did. Yes, I would much, I would much rather 
it come the information come out saying that it was a UFO. That would be so cool. This weather balloon shit is boring as fuck, and go figure, it's happening again with the goddamn weather balloons. Well, China's, China, you know, they're oh, Chinese weather balloons this time. Yeah, Sorry. They're, they're still, you know, they're not. But they're, we're not going to shoot it down. We're going, you know, we're going to let it cross the fucking country first. Yeah. Now we're dealing with like like our weather balloons back in the day were Legos. Now we've got the Chinese mega blocks. Yes. Uh, weather balloons coming over here. Yeah. You know, like I said, I wish it was true, but Project Mogul just makes more sense. They were a lot makes more sense. You know were, what I'm saying? Just in were, general, they were trying to cover up the Project Mogul with the weather balloon. Which, in hindsight, if they were smart. They were, it was Project Mogul. Just keep going with the, let the first, the first press release, the alien or yeah. the UFO, let that ride. Right. Let people think that, and that's another thing I want to talk about real quick before we get out of here. A lot of people believe that the UFO craze is basically a psyop that the government does to, to cover up their own, <laughs> cover up special projects. Yeah. They use the UFOs. Yeah, I feel like that's been around, that's been floating around the conspiracy theorist. Uh, if that is 100% true, why didn't the government just let this fucking, the first press release ride? Let them think it's a UFO. But at the same time, would it, could it not potentially work in their favor to muddy the waters even more? That's a good point. Start yeah. more argument, take more pressure off of them and more, put more of it onto. I don't know. I think Jim might be right. Because 70, 80 years later, you're going to have two morons talking about it still. And everybody still doesn't fucking know what happened. Right. Something happened. So somebody's great success by U.S. government. Hello, U.S. Sunday. All right. That's all I got. I You got anything you want to end on? No, I think that's about it. All right. We uh, thank you guys for indulging us with this episode. This and, shit. And thank you for sticking around in our month off basically yeah we'll hopefully be back sometime in the next we will week. be back next week sometime maybe saturday again i don't know but we will be back to getting three to four episodes every month ideally yes that is that is the goal so thank you guys for uh who are in the live stream if you want to uh if you're listening to this and you want to join us in the live stream and interact with the people that are checking it out live go to youtube.com slash ghost in the night hey you All can check us out on instagram but yes. it might be a little hard to find us because as far as i know we're still fucking shadow banned all right so we'll see you next week take care everybody we're out bye